I wish I could have stayed at church tonight. Angels we have heard on high. Hark, the herald angels sing. I'd love to hear from God. (laughs) Joy to the world. Silent night. (laughs) That was okay. But joy to the world. (laughs) How could it be? going on in the world anyway. Riots, Omicron, Delta, hospitals are swamped, supply chain issues. Now there certainly is a supply chain of joy in this world but not much of silent nights for me. Seems like every night's a silent night. (laughs) Browns embracing uncertainty. (laughs) Some things in this world never change. (sighs) I could have stayed. It was a good try. It's been four years. Four long silent years. Oh, God, I really wish that you'd speak. They were here, and now they're gone. We shared 25 years together, Mary and I. And our son was just starting college. (laughs) And then that night... That terrible, terrible night. I'd love to have Christmas joy. I'd love to be able to sing. But I can't find it. She put up the tree, stockings one, two, three, they all know one is missing. It's been a whole year without him right here, won't be the same kind of Christmas. Some years it's wonder and lights in the sky, some years it's okay. Moment 
our silent nights. <laughs> but I suppose it's been long enough. It's been years since I really, truly tried to listen. Where is that Bible? Bo, years ago we set it down around here somewhere. Haven't listened or spoke since. Here, here it is. God used to speak through this book. Maybe. Just maybe he'll speak again. Maybe if he speaks loud enough... I'll find that Christmas joy after all. Somewhere in Luke, this story gets told. Somewhere in Luke, this story gets told. Hmm. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the babe in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked on his humble servant. For behold, from now on, every generation will call me blessed. He who is mighty has done great things for me. <laughs> Holy is his name and his mercy. Oh, I'd like to hear about that mercy, God. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. And he's shown his strength with his arm. He's scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He's brought down the mighty from their thrones. And he has exalted those of humble estate. He's filled the hungry with good things. And the rich he sent away empty. He's helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. He spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months, then returned to her home. You know, God, I'd really, really, really like to give this another shot. What could this mean? I mean, imagine Mary. She, she, she comes and she knows that Elizabeth, her cousin, is six months pregnant. And Mary has just been told by an angel that she would be with child. 
the angel Gabriel sent from God to the city of Galilee, to the virgin who was betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And that virgin's name was Mary. Hmm. Well, what about this passage we've read tonight? In those days, Mary arose. She went to a hill country, to a town in Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah. Now, you know, Zechariah was married to Elizabeth, and Zechariah was told that he was going to be a father. He couldn't speak. And Elizabeth, Elizabeth, at the time that this happened, she was six months pregnant. And when she heard the greeting of Mary, when Mary came into the womb, the babe leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine that? John the Baptist, at six months, leaping in his mother's womb. If I recall, six months, that's just about ten inches long and maybe two pounds. But, but Elizabeth felt that leap. And she cried out, blessed are you amongst women, Mary, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And then she asked that simple question, why has it been granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? It was her cousin for crying out loud. Didn't you ever get together as kids, Elizabeth, for crying out loud? You got to see it. Mary, still Mary. Mary's not anything special. Mary was just chosen. When the sound of your greeting came to my ears, that babe leapt for joy in my womb. Huh. And Mary, you're blessed. And I'm going to tell you why you're blessed. You believed what the Lord spoke to you. You trusted what he said would happen. Huh. I wonder if Mary really did. God's made a lot of promises to me I haven't seen fulfilled just yet. <laughs> Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. You know, I remember when my Mary and I magnified the Lord. We taught Sunday school. We were in church every Sunday. We did all we could to lift him up. But now I'm here and I'm alone. Mary rejoiced in God, her Savior. She said, he's looked on the humblest state of his servant. God, do you see me? Do you see what's happened? And from now on, all generations will call Mary blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. And his mercy. Oh, I'd love to have that mercy. It comes to those who fear him from generation to generation. Well, did that stop in the last generation, God? Because I could have used it that night. Strength he has shown with his arm. He scattered the proud in the thoughts of his heart, their hearts. And he brought down the mighty from their thrones. He's exalted those of humble estate. Look at that. The proud, he scattered them. The mighty. Those that, those that were on thrones, he's brought down. And the poor, the humble, 
he's lifted them up. And he will fill the hungry with good things. I wonder if that applies to this poor soul that stands at my exit ramp every day. And the rich, the rich away, they were sent away empty-handed. He helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his promise and his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months. Hmm. Mary goes to visit Elizabeth. It says, as Mary entered the house, she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth tells her that, and she uses the word blessed. Blessed. The one that believed that God would do what he said he would do. You know, things did seem, when I believed, that I was more blessed Mary, I mean, why do you want to magnify the Lord? You're a peasant. You're a poor woman. You're pregnant with child, and no one could explain it. You've gone away for three months. What are they going to think when you get back? You'll be popping out. Mary, what? And then you sing. You sing a song. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. He's looked on the humblest state of his servant. For behold, from now on, every generation will call me blessed. Oh, Mary, did you clap your hands when you sang that song? Did you dance for joy? That you were in this condition? Enough of this mercy from God. He's shown his strength Scattering the proud, bringing down the mighty, exalting those that are lowly, filling the hungry, and picking the pockets of the rich, and never forgetting your promise to Israel. And Mary, you stay with Elizabeth for those three months. You know, if Mary really, really, really wanted to do the right thing, she would have left for nine months. <laughs> no one would have ever known. But that promise, it, it came from God. It was the angel Gabriel that came and visited her, as I recall. Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You'll conceive in your womb. You'll bear a son and you'll give him the name Jesus. You'll give him, he'll be called the great and the son of the most high and the Lord will give him the throne of David. <laughs> and he'll reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will never end. Oh, this baby, it leaps for joy. It leaps for joy when Mary walks in the room. I want you to imagine, Joel. In a mother's womb, a baby leaps for joy when another baby in another mother's womb enters the room. I recall that, that Zechariah had been told that that child would be filled with joy from the Holy Spirit even from birth. 
before his birth. Could this be the moment that God placed that Holy Spirit into John the Baptist? It would seem logical. Something coming into your body with that force, with that power, with that authority. It would move you. Just to add poetic artistry to this subject, God does it when Mary, the mother of Jesus, walks in the room. Oh, Luke, you know how to write. <laughs> but it was this John the Baptist, this baby that leapt for joy, that would, would come out in a loinskin eating locusts and wild honey. No wonder he had trouble making friends. But he's the one that stood there in the Jordan and called all the world of that time to see that this was God's Son. That, that people should repent and be baptized. And the Holy Spirit came down on Jesus that day. Isn't that something? The Spirit that filled John came down on the day that John baptized this baby. And they're both at this point in the story in their mother's womb. And on that day, when the Holy Spirit came down, John the Baptist said the strangest thing. He said, the one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices at the bridegroom's voice. You know that day when that baby leapt for joy? Could that be that he sensed not only the Holy Spirit, but the voice of his cousin Jesus and recognized him? But John says, this joy of mine is now complete. On the day that he baptized Jesus and the Holy Spirit came down, on that day he said, this day my joy is complete. Now let me see. The Holy Spirit fills the baby in Elizabeth's womb. The Holy Spirit fills Mary and she sings a song for joy. And on the day that John the Baptist baptizes Jesus, he says his joy is complete. And it's not too long after that that he, he dies. And what did Mary do with that joy? She sings. <laughs> I couldn't sing tonight. Mary sings. You know, there's a, a passage in Ephesians. Let me see if I can find that. Oh, listen, here it is. Do not get drunk with wine. Well, yes, that would be a good thing. But be filled with the Spirit. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to, the Lord, to, to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus. 
Look at that. Be filled with the Spirit. The Spirit comes to John. He leaps in his mother's womb. The Spirit comes to Mary. She sings a song. The Spirit comes on the day of Jesus' baptism. John says his joy is complete. Everyone that has the Spirit seems to have this joy. Tonight I walked out of that church when they were singing joy to the world. I can't sing. It seems I've lost something. I remember in that Bible study when the pastor, he stood up there and he taught us a song. Do you remember that song, Bo, that I came home singing that night? Do you remember the song that I came home singing to you that night? Oh, you're asleep. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, speaking and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, speaking and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You know, back then I was filled with the Spirit. Back then I had the joy of the Lord, and it was my strength. God was not through with me yet, but he was certainly growing in me. This song of Mary's, what do they call that? The Magnificat. Huh. It seems to me that Mary has hidden God's word, just as I hid Ephesians 1 in my heart with that song. It seems to me that Mary has hidden God's promise in her heart when the angel Gabriel came to her and told her that that which would be born in her would be Jesus. I think it even says that in that scripture. She hid it in her heart. And on this day as she visits Elizabeth, lo and behold, she lets it fly. She dances. She sings. <laughs> For certainly Mary was filled with the Spirit. Part of that song, Mary said, he's done great things for me. Holy is his name. I love that Mary recognizes that God was mindful of her. I love that Mary listened to God and did what he said to do. I love that Mary sings. It's a revolution. Everything will be turned upside down. The weak will become mighty, the humble will become proud, the proud will be made humble, the nobodies will be lifted up and made somebody, the hungry will be full, and the rich will find themselves poor. Huh. You remember what Paul said, Joel? Paul said something like this, God chose what's foolish in this world to shame the wise. God chose what's weak in this world to shame the strong. God chose what's low and despised in the world, even the things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are. God chooses foolish things to show us his ways. 
things that intelligent men wouldn't think of, things that these smart men of our day wouldn't think of, things that Siri can't do on the phone. God chooses the foolish things to reveal himself to us. A peasant, unmarried, virgin, And what of Joseph? <laughs> he wanted to put her away quietly, but he got visited too, and he took Mary to be his wife. What a sorry lot God has chosen to be his people. Bo, you know, when, when David was running, David was running for his life. King David, the one that, that the angels said would take, Jesus would take his throne. When that king was a nobody, he was just a shepherd boy. And, and the king, the angry king, started to throw spears. Do you know where David found himself, Bo? He found himself in a cave all alone. But it wasn't too long, strangely enough, that that cave filled up with 400 men. Now, that's come some kind of cave right there. What does it say in 1 Samuel? It says, everyone that was in distress... And everyone that was in debt, and everyone who was bitter in their soul, they gathered themselves to David. There were about 400 men. God, why don't you give us kings straight out of the womb? Why don't you give us leaders that are evident by looking at them? Why do you always have to do this in the strangest of ways? David could have been dropped on the throne and Saul could have been taken out, but you put him in a cave running for his life. Mary did not have to go through the shame that she went through, but you chose to do it anyway. What a foolish story. God, you chose all of these things so foolishly, it seems to us, and yet that's how you brought Jesus into a manger. God, those were difficult times. These are, these are tough times we're living in. What with pandemics and supply chain problems and no joy, no song, no merriment in my house. But when Jesus came to Elizabeth, Mary found joy. When Jesus came to John the Baptist, even before he was born, he found joy. Mary sang a song, the baby leapt for joy. All because they found the Christ child. Lord, if this world could find the Christ child, everything would be made right. Lord, if, if my town would find the Christ child, everything would be made right. There would be joy. There would be happy faces. I walk around and people with masks, you can't tell if they're smiling, if they're frowning. You can't tell who's what. Uh, but now that I think about it, even before the pandemic, you couldn't really tell. They walked around with, oh, the masks are probably better. <laughs> no joy in this world, no joy in this city. 
No joy in this house. But Elizabeth had joy and Mary had joy. And the baby John the Baptist found joy because they found Jesus. Lord, it's been long enough in this lonely house without joy. It's been long enough in this house without my wife and my son. Lord, it's been long enough in this house without you. If I ask you back, will you come? Lord, if I ask you back, will you bring joy? Will you fill me with your spirit? Will you restore to me the joy of my salvation? Lord Jesus, I ask you to come. Lord Jesus, not just to come to this world, but to come to this house. Lord, I ask you not just to come to this house, but to come to me. Lord, even as you resided in Mary, even as you resided in John the Baptist, in his mother's womb, Elizabeth, Lord, would you come and fill me with your spirit, and Lord, restore to me the joy of your salvation. You know, I think I can sing. <laughs> I'll bet you Christmas tree, if God wanted you to sing, you could sing. Fireplace stockings, you could sing. Hey, Bo, I'll bet you you could sing. If God filled you, it's snowing outside. <laughs> I'll bet you those trees could sing. I'll bet you those squirrels could sing. Let's see what happens. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare.
Maybe you found Christmas to be some time that you can't find joy. Maybe you found Christmas to be a joyous time. Whatever you find Christmas to be, I want to assure you that if Christ is at the center of it, and if he dwells in you, the joy of the Lord will be your strength. The joy of the Lord will fill you, and the joy of the Lord will flow out from you. This Christmas, be sure that Jesus is in you and that he's the center of your Christmas. Let's stand and sing together, joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Come on, Bo.